Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm glad I'm back in my chair. Yeah, you didn't like that mix up? No. It, it threw me off. Because we chose our chairs for specific reasons, like... There's a reason I chose this chair. Oh, this there's chair a, feels good to be there's back. There's a reason you chose that chair. This is a chair that I find myself more comfortable in. My, hold on. <clears throat> this is a chair I find myself more comfortable in. Yeah. It's amazing the difference when you clear your throat. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I thought something was going on for a second. I'll just sound kind of, oh, here, it's it's back. What's, what's so going on? So here's the example. I don't know. I think I have a lot of phlegm COVID? in my throat. Is it COVID? <clears throat> <clears throat> Mm. Mm. Well, welcome everybody to Super Mega Cast episode two hundred and seven. That's right. It's it's a big episode two hundred and seven. If, if for those who don't know, is a big number for both Matt and I, because we said that on episode two hundred and seven, we would share the biggest secret that we've been keeping from y'all, and y'all just have to wait till the very end of the podcast mm-hmm. to hear that secret. I guess they will. So uh, what? Yeah. What episodes have we said like way back? It's like, oh, on episode two hundred sixty-one, we'll do this. <laughs> I don't know. In the comments, the fans, the fans keep us. Uh, I guess what is it? What is in it check? Called? In check. There's another word for it. On top of the ball. There's that, but that's more of a saying. There's a word specifically. Keep us in the loop. No, that's again a phrase. It's a it's a it's a word. Oh, it's a word. Keep us. Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, I can't, dude. I don't have a good fucking. Vocabulary. You think you think the two boys who uh, dropped out of college, you know, are, are good at their own language? I did, Come one, on. I did one year of college and I failed the most basic math class the college offered <laughs> by two points. Algebra? Yeah, it was algebra. <laughs> well, it wasn't called algebra, but it was a. Uh, it was algebra. It was like basic math. Oh shit! Is that an alarm? Yeah, it's an alarm because we have to do a business call in five minutes. Yeah, it, it was just called like basic math one hundred and one, and it was a big lecture class. And it was like just me and a bunch of frat guys and, you know, basically just that. And just goofing around? It was it was a prereq to get into the prereq class uh, for the business school. Business and management. So you get that business management degree. I wanted that business and management degree. We were going for the same, we were going for the same degree. I was going for a minor in film studies because they didn't offer anything but a minor in film studies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No major in film studies. No major. Because, well, in South Carolina, film doesn't matter. But... The thing is, the the class that I needed to, there's a couple classes you have to take to get into the business school, mm-hmm. and one of the prereq classes, 
I had to take this math class before I could take the prereq class, which I failed. Uh, and then I got this letter from the business school. From Is the, it because you just didn't show up or did you just actually not? Ma mainly from I didn't show up. Okay. Because um, that's how I failed. It was an geology, I think. It's an 830. That's tough. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Most of the early classes I just chose to skip. Because it was could it be cold outside and warm in bed. And I'm like, ah. well, I lived at home at the time. I didn't do the whole dorm thing. So like class was like legitimately like probably a whole 45 minute drive, depending on traffic. And like no one's making you go. And, you know, finding parking on campus because there was a point where I didn't have the, uh, the uh, parking pass, I guess, for the I forget which street it was. It's next to the Russell House. It's it's like. What is, there's a specific street with that parking garage. I can't remember what the street's called. It has the like sorority and fraternity buildings too, on the left. Oh well, well it's in that parking garage is where I used to uh, park. But before that, I would have to find street parking, which is almost impossible to find. Damn. Yeah. Uh, hey. Especially since everyone's rushing to get to that class. I know, and uh, I failed it by two points, which was uh, not epic. It was really easy stuff too. If I had just applied myself, I could have passed it. Yeah. But oh, man. You, this is making me miss just... Going to math area. class? Well, like, no, I just remember uh, just going around, walking around the horseshoe with my headphones in, waiting for the next class, or going over, going to the uh, cafeteria, getting some of that Domino's bullshit in my system yeah, before the dude. next class. I remember... Uh, I do I do miss... Uh, there, there is something I miss about that aspect of college, just kind of like hanging out with friends in between classes, like mm -hmm. going and getting like food or just kind of walking around or, uh, yeah. I, I had a dream last night, actually, I was going back to college, but I was sad because all my friends have finished college. So I was like, I'm going back to finally do it, but this you, time I'm all by myself. You could have made new friends. Yeah, that's true. I just, hey, anyone who's listening to this that, uh is um, going to the University of South Carolina. And I know there are listeners who, who are. All you um, Clemson listeners, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, Clemson. You have a well, better actually, football team, but. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll give you two options, and the Clemson listeners can, can follow through on the other option. But the first option, which would make me, just, you know, at me on Twitter and go to Beezer's and hold up a sandwich you just purchased to make me happy because I miss that place. Or... If you if you don't want to do that, hold up a nice Groucho sandwich. And hey, Clemson folk, you can do that too, because there is there is a there is a, a Groucho's in Clemson. I uh, I don't want to tell you on the podcast. Is Beezer's closed? No, it's about Beezer's though, because when I was back home, uh, my my brother in law's friend from college, uh, was in town. Uh huh. Who uh, worked at Beezer's? Yes, and he told me uh, that all the food is just microwave food, and it's college food. What do you expect? What do you expect out of a sandwich place on a on like a college campus? It just everything was just reheated. Apparently, it's just just microwave food. I don't think that stops college students from eating there. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. You're 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 talking to the man who eats cheese and mayo sandwiches. That's true. That is true. So I don't. Do you ever microwave your cheese and mayo sandwiches? No, it doesn't need to be. Nothing need to be heated. But if I were to have a warm sandwich, I would microwave it. Like if I wanted some cheese, like if I made myself a grilled, like let's say grilled chicken, put it between two buns, and I wanted some cheese oh. melted on top, 
I'd throw that uh, probably in the microwave just to melt the cheese a little nice, bit. Nice, yeah. I don't want to waste the 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 skillet. Is it, is it time for our it's big time for meeting? our business meeting? Let's do it. Well, if you just got done listening to some goofy sound effects, that means we're back from a meeting, and uh, I had to send some stuff over to Justin. So everything we're back in we're back in it now. The next interruption will be for ads. Hell yeah! Everyone's favorite interruption. Hello, <laughs> I love them. No more. Well, of course I love them. <laughs> I love I love all of them. I love Ooh. all the brands. There's there's a my favorite thing is business calls, and uh, it did happen during the podcast. But uh, guess what? It's all good. We actually just got $5 billion. Oh, yes. uh, each. It, yeah, each. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, There's only about a like a 50% interest rate on it, but like, fuck it. Who cares? Imagine well, that. We'll pay it back. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, well, y'all give me $5 billion with a 50% interest rate. Like, okay. <laughs> well, what even is a loan? I don't know. But it's like an American truck simulator. We took out a big-ass loan and- We still haven't paid it off paid and we're about to go into debt. We're about to go into debt big time, yeah. We have, well, especially after that that last recording session, yeah, where the steering wheel kept coming off the thing, and y'all will see, y'all will we, see. We flipped the truck many times. I don't want to spoil anything. Of course, I'll just uh, I'll let y'all wait and see. Um, but yeah, how you? Unfortunately, the audio cut out for some reason at this part of the podcast, but only for a few seconds. What Matt was about to ask Ryan was, how have you been? So let us now continue to Ryan's answer. Just, um, business as usual. Uh, if I'm not, you know, here with you or at your place working on something, it's, I'm just going to be at my place doing nothing really. Doing what Ryan does best. That's right. I, uh, I either stream I will play games all by myself. I'll be watching a depressing documentary. You're streaming just for one. Yeah. For yourself, yeah. Yeah. You're always streaming just for yourself. What depressing documentary? Uh, it's called The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. It's uh, it's about an eight-year-old uh, child who was beat to death by his parents. Damn. Yeah. That does sound depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched- uh, Have you seen Dear Zachary? It's another depressing documentary about a kid. No, I've it's heard really it's really good, good though. though. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've, I've heard many things. Yeah. I'm trying to watch more uh, more documentaries. Well, I watched one recently that was really good. I've Fahrenheit watched, 9-11. No, I watched a bunch <laughs> by Michael Moore. Yeah. Um, I did watch Bowling for Columbine when I was like 12. Uh, but basically, I've been watching a lot of YouTube documentaries. Uh, and I- Oh my God, I what? watched this one about this guy who I'd known about before, but I didn't realize how like powerful he was. Do you, do you know about like the sarin gas attacks in Tokyo in the 90s? Mm -mm. Basically like this cult in Japan uh, got bags, like Ziploc bags full of sarin gas, which is like nerve gas if you... I think you actually might have told me about this at one point. Well, I... Or yeah. did you just learn about no, it? No, no, I've, I've known about okay, it, but I, I didn't know the extent. I feel like I feel like there was a conversation you and I had where I'm like, has Japan ever had like a 9-11? And this was your response to me when I asked. Yeah, they basically, basically like, they went in uh, and with like umbrellas with little pointed tips and they just pop the bag and get off the subway and let the subway keep going. Fuck. And it's just nerve gas would spread throughout the train and kill people within like seconds. Uh, and they did it like on every subway line at the same time. How many people died? Um, not that many, I don't think. But really? a lot of a lot of people got like permanent damage. Yeah, like you go blind, like brain damage. Uh, but 
Well, anything that attacks your nervous system is going to fuck you up. The crazy part was the leader of this cult, uh, he had like this long haired Japanese dude and he, uh, he was a billionaire. They all have long hair. Yeah. He was, a, he went to like India and studying, came back and he was a billionaire and the cult was massive and he, to test the sarin gas thing, he had a truck that could like spray it out. So he drove through like a residential area at night and tested it and just like let out the sarin gas and like everyone on the street like started dying. Um, just like in their houses. And then he got tied to that. But the craziest part is how powerful that cult was. Like they smuggled an attack helicopter into Japan. They, they, he had a uranium mine and they were working on nuclear weapons, like his cult. Like they had the people and the resources to do that. I'm sure the Japanese government stomped that out quick once they caught wind, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, there's, but they had a lot of people like infiltrate the government in the cult. So like a lot of high up people in the government were like in the cult but it's all disbanded to this no it's day. still a cult not like, in not it's it's mainly in russia now but really yeah but it is uh is it still asians mainly or is it just like i think it's just russians okay i can't believe that there's still ones in in japan that they changed the name of the cult uh but i just can't they believe still that, believe in killing people with nerve gas uh i mean the guy was pretty for that uh and wanted his followers to do that and the craziest part is he was going to do another terrorist attack on japan where he had like I think over a hundred uh uh some type of bomb uh put in the over a hundred of them put in the Tokyo subway system to all go off at once, which they said would have killed up to a hundred thousand people. Jesus. And uh luckily uh they all uh malfunctioned and didn't go every off. Every single bomb the, I get like the system he was using, I guess, malfunctioned. Good. So it was ready to go. Like, yeah. He was ready to they kill. They were placed in everything, I think. Good lord. I just watched a really good little like documentary. Because I've been watching, I just like find those little like 20 minute documentaries on YouTube uh, yeah. about like weird topics. And I really, I have this new channel I've been watching. I think it's called Chass, where it's this guy that just takes uh, 4chan X stories like the paranormal shit like the creepy stuff and he just has a computer read them like so the video is just you just listen to it and it's just reading a scary story with scary music and microsoft sam reading it no it's a really good computer like it sounds it's like a really convincing computer you can tell it's a computer but it's still like yeah it's not a uh, computery to the point where it's like a pain to listen to hello yeah like it's smooth in enough instead of hello it says hello yeah, it's smooth enough on the... Uh, and then he went the to ears. the store. See? I'll play a little... I'll skip a little... Anyway, just as insurance if I need it. I've never camped without a gun. Drive about 30 to 45 minutes into the desert on an off-road trail. Pump to finally get away from things for a while. I love that channel. It definitely sounds like someone who's learning English because they don't know, like, the when cadence, to... yeah. yeah. Hey, like, you can still tell it's a computer, but it's better than, like, Microsoft saying... I do not know when... I should go. He's he's learning, dude. He's he's learning uh, bit by bit. I like I like his voice though. Like I like that AI's voice. I wonder if uh, do you think in our lifetime we're gonna have like a her type thing where you can actually like become friends with like an AI and have like a repertoire and like a re relationship? That's yeah, gonna start with Halo nerds because Cortana is already one of the thing. Uh, you know, she's the Alexa of Microsoft, right? Can I see her breasts? Dude, you can see, you can do jiggle physics and do her, her ass. Be, dude, when you boot up Master Chief Collection, one of the first things you see is Cortana's ass. Just, you know, just right yeah, there. Just, oh, God, yeah. Just big. She's got a big old ass. She's got a big, juicy ass, baby. Oh! 
I see that and I go, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Woo! Put some clothes on or don't. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. You're an AI. You know what's funny? They never gave Alexa or Siri a uh, like character, like a physical form. Well, Cortana was already a physical form when, you know. Because well, it started from Halo, right? Yes. And like, then Microsoft's like, well, let's just like, use Cortana. Yeah. Because, I mean, her voice, Jen Taylor has a good voice. Did you know the, the voice of Cortana. The woman that did uh, the voice for Siri had no idea. Really? Yeah, someone just called her one day and was like... She's like, this is your voice. Yeah, because basically she had recorded this big uh, vocal range thing that I think was going to be used on like subways or something, like subway mm -hmm. systems. And uh, I guess it, it, it legally, like, the way she did it, like, other companies could just use it. And Apple ended up using it. And someone was like, you know you're Apple's voice now? And she listened to it. And it's like, whoa. She, did, she didn't get any money or anything from it. Is she upset? She like, hey, you know, I'm just in everyone's phone, but I, I don't get any money from it. I'd be pissed about that. Yeah, imagine if it was, like, legitimately just your voice. Just, like, Siri. Everyone knows Siri. But what can like, I do for you today? She sounds like it when you hear her talk. She can, like, do it like, this is Siri. Ooh. Yeah, that's cool. I, hey, Siri. Just kidding. <laughs> JK. Did that set off everyone's? I have that setting turned off because uh, I don't, I don't, apparently in the Bubba Gump shrimp video we did, uh, there's a section where it sounds like someone says, hey, Siri, even though it's not said, and it triggered everyone's Siri. Hey, hey Google, play farts on YouTube. <laughs> hey, Google. Play funny fart sound effects on YouTube. Hey, Alexa, text dad. Dad, I'm gay. I can't keep it any longer inside from you. Send. Hey, Siri, yeah. text mom. I miss your bosoms, baby. Let me bite those nips right off. Send. <laughs> I hope I hope just one person's not paying attention. Oh, no, <laughs> no, mom. It was the the guys that it was the podcast men. It was the guys from my podcast. Oh, you that keep did it. talking about these podcast men. You keep talking about these pod, these YouTubers. They're not your friends. You don't know them. <laughs> they didn't do this. They don't know you. You think they care about the about the damage they cause you? Mom, no. no, they did it. I'm serious. They 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 did it. Like I think it's about time you start thinking about the damage you could cause them. <gasps> you could go to their house. You could make them pay for your embarrassment, honey. You're not going to be stepped over, not my shookums. Because uh, he sent in and he texted his dad saying, uh, hey, dad, I'm gay. So and then texted his mom, hey, I miss your bosoms and I want to bite your nips. Now see, that's a, that's a contradicting message. Yeah. If anything, that's going to make the parents fight. <laughs> exactly. They're going to be like, well, he said he told me he was gay. Well, that can't be true. He complimented my breasts. And then they're like, hmm. <laughs> and they get in a big fight and someone's parents get divorced because of Super Mega Cast. That's what that's what bisexuals will do to a family. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we've uh, do you think we've I see a lot of people say that they they came together because of our channel. Like, oh, you know, we had a mutual love for Super Mega and then we started dating. Yeah. Do yeah. you think we've caused any breakups? Probably. Give us your breakup stories if it had to do with Super Mega in the I, comments. I could imagine us saying something a bit a bit worrisome and then one person disagrees with it, then the other, then it gets them into a debate, you know, on that topic, which then yeah. gets them in a fight. I could also see someone being like, why do you watch that shit? Yeah. It's not funny. And then... I mean, I can't blame them because that's how I hope that my family views our channel. Hope my family doesn't watch my stuff. I know my mom will. Uh, 
but I just hope my grandmother there's there's one there is a video we recently shot and it's not the whole thing it's just part of it and it's it's a part of one of the, one of the big projects that's that's coming out this year but this is the one we're working on right now um and this is one that I definitely don't want my grandmother or my aunt or my mom or anyone in my family to see cuz it is I don't think they'd take it too kindly given their religious background. It's good though. It's good. It's good. I can't. I can't wait to release it. I can't wait to have everything filmed and then. Actually, we're shooting some more right after this podcast. We are. We are. My my. It's thing, your big film day, baby. Yeah, it's it's my big film day. I'm excited. I got to go get in character. But I have this one family member. I think it's my dad's cousin. Uh, for some reason, my dad gave them my YouTube channel. Is he the one that showed up to the show? No, no, that was a different person. Oh. But my dad gave them my YouTube channel, and I'm like, Dad, why would you do that? Because they're just going to... Th- these aren't the type of people that would enjoy this. Yeah. They're like 40 to 50-year-old, like, Southern, very conservative, very uh, religious, you know? And I, our show is not... Our channel, our brand is not the most aligned with that. As much as I wish it was. Yeah. As much as I wish we were fam- our show could family friendly, be played in family Judeo Christian yeah. values. Exactly. Good old strong red blooded American values. But unfortunately, we're a couple of communists. Mm-hmm. Uh a couple of disgusting, filthy leftists. That's right. A bunch of atheists too. We're a couple of atheists. Yeah. And uh we like the gays, you know? Sorry. It's true. Yeah, the gays are cool. Yeah, the gays are cool in my book. I, I, sorry, Ma- sorry, Dad. I, I like them. I'm sorry. They're, they're cool. They're, they're cool. Pretty, they're, they're pretty cool. I love them. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the gays that I know of. No, there's nothing wrong with the gays. I, I love the gays. Now, if it turned out that the gays released pheromones, unbeknownst to them, that started to kill the world population, then I, then I'd have a problem like if with the, the gays, gays. Did sarin gas exactly? Attacks, except yeah, that would be a problem. That would However, definitely be a problem. The gays are cool in my book. Exactly. I love the gays. Putting the in front of like any group of people makes it sound 50 times instantly like worse. Like the Japanese. The blacks. Well, you can say the Japanese. Say the Japanese. You just can't say the other. You can't shorten it by like, you can't take a third of it and just say that. Harrison, uh, when he was a kid, he was doing a paper and it, it was about like World War II and uh, he just shortened Japanese to Japs in the whole thing <laughs> just because he didn't know and the teacher was like you cannot do this and he was like oh well I remember learning that in school because like I I uh, remember kind of the same thing where I was interviewing like an older person uh, at because I was in the news broadcast whatever and one of the older people that I was off campus interviewing said Japs and I didn't and I was just like oh I guess that's just their slang for it <laughs> like I, you, don't, you don't realize like the the Meaning behind yeah, well, it. Well, <laughs> the reason I don't know the meaning behind it is because I never used it towards anybody else and I never had, you know, heard, it. Never heard yeah. it. So it's like. So that's a fucking World War II term. Yeah. But, uh. The fucking Bugs Bunny one. Could you imagine someone saying the same thing about, like, the term zipperhead? Oh, I, I, that one just makes me cringe. That one's disgusting. That, 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 that is a slur that makes me, like, uh,. Like that well, one hurts to hear. It's because it's it's so cruel. It's like it's rooted it's, in such a cruel uh, visualization. Yeah, it's like such a cruel act that it's like 
It's really like whoever came up with that is a full red-blooded American psychopath. Absolutely. That's a pretty bad one. That, that one is... Yeah, but anything to, uh, to, to make the enemy not seem like we're killing real people with families or feelings or a nervous system... Um, no, we, we have to make sure we deem them as animals. Sorry, are you sympathizing with Charlie right now? Charlie, Char- Charlie who? Charlie. The unicorn? Charlie, Charlie dude, bit the Viet Cong! <laughs> Charlie! The, oh, wow, okay, yeah, like Alpha Bravo Charlie. No, Char- that's what that's what they called the Viet Cong. They, they called the all the Viet Cong Charlie? That was like the code, that was the code name for the, the, the Viet Cong. Well, I can see how people would be confused now since, you know, the... The military, whatever alphabet or whatever, you know, has Charlie in it, like and it doesn't mean Viet Cong. It's Charlie up in the trees. <laughs> I don't know why they used the term Charlie. Was it just enemy? Was it just yeah? It just, it just meant enemy. Like, Was it specifically the Viet Cong, or would they do that with anybody in the war? Just the Viet Cong. Oh, okay. So, some Charlie on the horizon. If you're wrong about this, dude, I've I'm seen a lot of upset. Vietnam movies. Okay, I'll look it up. Charlie okay. was Charlie just was making sure. I'm not wrong about this, dude. No, I'm not saying that they didn't call him Charlie. Have you not heard that term before? I've heard that term before, yes. Of course. It's used in the military all all the time. No, but I mean in in the terms of the Vietnam War. Well, in terms of the Vietnam War, yes, but I'm just wondering if, like, that was the sole kind of thing they called him. It is, I feel like they called him much worse things, too. Definitely, but uh, why do they call them Charlie in Vietnam? The earliest citation for Viet Cong in English is from 1957. American soldiers referred to the Viet Cong as Victor Charlie, or VC. Victor and Charlie are both letters in the NATO phonetic alphabet. Charlie referred to communist forces in general, both Viet Cong and North Vietnamese. Ooh. Little, uh, little history. What, what about they Victor? They had a cool flag. Is that v- the- that's the Viet Cong flag. Ooh. I will say that's a pretty cool flag. Looks like a flag that should be in Mario Kart or something. That does. It looks like a very fake flag. That's a cool flag, dude. Hawksbergen from the Netherlands. Looks just like the Viet Cong flag. Yeah, it's just like flipped a little bit. Fucking Viet Cong. Whoa. New Viet Cong flag in Mozambique style. Look at that. It's got a machine gun on it. They could have done better. I think they just typed in gun silhouette on Google Images and saw it. Just dragged it in. Yeah. Yeah. What a. We need to put a gun on the American flag. Well, this one looks bad. Somebody's Whose flag is that? That just says that just says Viet Cong logo. It's on a website called Viet Cong logos. Well, I, I don't know if they actually uh, use that one. Well, because people on the podcast well, listening to the podcast can't see it's it's the SS. It's like the flag with instead of the star, it's SS. For I some uh, reason. you know who has the coolest flags is prefectures in Tokyo in uh, Japan. Like each prefecture has its own flag. Have you? My favorite flag is the French flag. It's the uh, all white flag. Yeah, I love that one. Why are you guys so mean to French people? (laughs) I smell bad. And they're they're housing what's his name? The the fucking child rapist. What's his name? He directed movies. Uh, Quentin Tarantino loves him and just says Roman Polanski. Yeah, the child rapist. Check this out. My favorite thing, dude, is when Quentin was just, you don't know, you know, girls, girls at that time, come on. She knew what she was doing. Hey, man, I love Quentin Tarantino. Okay, so don't don't speak ill on him. I love when Quentin Tarantino defends the anal rape of a 15-year-old. <laughs> God, that, God. He, he's a king. He might make, he makes good movies and he stands up for what's right. <laughs> Look at these. These are the Japanese prefecture flags. Stupid They're so cool. Fucker. Uh, 
Ooh. Just different. That's a whole list of them. They, Those are nice. I know. They're so cool. Everybody look it up right now. Look up Japanese prefecture flags. They're beautiful. There's a bunch of them, too. There's like a million bajillion different ones. They're all very colorful and, and cute and it's pretty. Very pretty. We need a super mega flag, dude. Would it just be... I wouldn't want the word super mega on it. No, 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 no. What country puts their name exactly. on it? Exactly. I want it to know? be just a cool little logo looking thing. Do you think it'd be like our colors, like the 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 red, blue, and yellow, or incorporated in well, a certain that's, way? That's the Viet Cong flag, actually. A, so we well, could just use the Viet Cong flag. It's a different. It's a different blue. We could just slightly adjust the Viet Cong flag to be the the kind of like tealish blue and the the kind of like pinkish red. That is true. You know. Actually, everybody, you know, I'm going to give y'all work. I'm giving y'all work today. You know, you're taking your 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 Groucho's pictures. You're taking your Beezer's pictures. And now, guess what? You, I mean, can you guess what picture I'm, I'm about to ask them to take? I can take a guess. Uh, take a guess. Take a I guess. think you're going to ask the listeners to create their own super mega flag. Exactly. And that could mean even just changing the colors slightly on any flag you'd want in, in the world. And then, boom, just make it yellow. Turquoise-ish. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want it to and, be, and baby. Red. Yeah, whatever. What, 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 when you think of Super Mega as a nation, what would that flag look like? And uh, let's see. You know what I want to see? A, a PNG of a monkey on a yellow flag. Ad reads. Ooh, okay. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And we're back. What what a session of ad reads. Actually, I have to pee. I should have done that during the the, the break of ad yeah. reads. Go, I, should, go, I shouldn't have brought go, it back. Go pee, go pee, go pee. Can I go pee? Yeah. We'll, we'll be back after... I'm back from uh, my pee, my pee break. You are? It was great. It was fantastic. <clears throat> you, you got a... You actually are wearing a prop right now that I'm not wearing a prop. Well, Matt's wearing a prop right now that that we're going to be using to film later. It's going to be it's going to be great. Well, Matt's not. I did my hair in the bathroom. That's when I was in the bathroom. I you know I licked my hand. I slicked my hair back a little bit. It looks good, but but because the podcast people can't see it, they won't be able to understand the joke or get the joke at all. Well, they know I'm wearing a wig. Yeah, I mean, I they know that I did my hair in the bathroom. It's done. Yeah. What if I would you like it if my hair looked like this? Yeah. Would you still be my friend? Of course. What do you think I'm a tra- you I your body language is bad right there. What? When you said what of course when you said of course you blinked really hard and like shifted your eyes a little well, bit. Well, of course I'd be your friend, but like 
I think you'd look funny. I'd laugh at you. Behind my back? <laughs> no, like to your face. Oh. I wouldn't be a shitty person like that. I guess that's better. Like, because the things you would do would seem more funny because you look more goofy. You know what I mean? That's why every, when, 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 a, when a fit man trips, it's kind of like, ooh. When a fat man trips, it's funny. Exactly. It's, it's because you look funnier. When, when, a, when a fit man falls downstairs, you're like, oh, no, is he okay? He might have broken something. And when a fat man falls downstairs, <laughs> you know, yep. that's kind of how society works, isn't it? Yeah, when a, when a big muscular man farts, it's like, okay, you're that's a douchebag. Dude, when a fat man douche. farts, it's like, okay. Oh, my okay, God. Who invited Peter Griffin to the... Spit it out, spit it out, spit it out. Woo! Those leprechauns. Yeah, fuck they, those They things. stay in your system. Mm. Fuckers. Fuck. The that, fuck out of here. Oh, that, that one's got a broken leg. Yeah. Jesus. So little. Ugh. What's up? You're looking into the mic and you're looking around, twiddling your fingers, legs crossed, very dominant stance on one side, very unsure stance on the other. What do you mean? Legs crossed, and, and then there's a fist, and then on the other side, you got twiddling hands and just kind of an open mouth and darting eyes. You know, it's lips, a... Lips, jaw, lips agape? <laughs> lips agape? Or my, my mouth agape? Not... Yeah, you ripped open each and each one of your lips. Each lip is agape. <laughs> I, mean, I gotta take this wig off. This is not, does not feel good on my head. Is this real hair? Are wigs There's made... no way that could be... Yes, there are wigs made out of real hair. That's why people... Uh, uh, donate their hair so uh, people such as let's for example cancer patients will wear wigs although I they, don't they use horse hair too probably I know they use horse hair for uh, violin uh, bows yeah maybe that's cat hair no they use I think it was horse horses horse tail hair or some shit hair I think something I'd like I'd like to have hair. like a cat hair sweater cat hair so most of it's short Imagine I mean like they a, do have long haired cats but a nice cat hair sweater. Wear a cat sweater. How about a Lego sweater? Is all, I love Legos fur. I love sniffing them. I love I love nuzzling him. It's great. Would you yeah. wear a sweater made out of dog hair? It depends on what dog. I mean, you already Cause Lego, do. Because <laughs> Lego, his, the softest hair is his neck fur, like where his mane is. His mane, yeah. yeah. His, his big old lion's mane. The soft and fluffy part, you know. He's a... He's like a, scratching his forehead. He's a big heckin' chonker. He's a sausage, ain't he? He is. He's, he's like a, a sausage. He's like a big plump sausage. He's a fucking sausage, mate. Wait, so he only gets two cups of food? And he's he's still that big of a chonker? Yeah, he eats in the morning, and then he'll get a like a, a, a snack midday, then he'll eat at night. Damn. Well, he eating good. He is. He eating real good. Yeah, I have bones to feed him. I have fucking treats to give him every now and then, and I have uh, every now and then I'll, I'll I'll treat him to some to a nice human food meal. I cook him up a steak. Cook, cook him up some chicken. Cook him up some rice. Mix it together. Put some of that dog gravy in there. You Ooh, know, damn. If I was Lego, I'd be I'd be enjoying myself. He'd Dude, he good. licks that shit up clean whenever he gets the good stuff. The sound of of a dog. It's one of my least favorite sounds. The sound of a of a dog uh, slurping up wet food, like, viciously. like. See, I don't like the sound of them drinking, but I love the sound of Lego crunching on it, like, eating his food. Just... I like the sound of a dog eating. Like, I like I like eating hard food, but when it's, like, the sloppy, sloppy yeah. like, where it's, like, you can hear the tongue, like, scooping in and, like, <laughs> like, 
but the the crunch is is calming. I will admit. Yeah. Like hearing, I like listening to cats and dogs both eat because cats it's like very quiet. Like, that's amore. But dogs, dog, dogs. You know, it's pretty comforting to hear them. I like. I cannot stand. What's it called? It starts with an M. When when humans chew, masticating. Can, no. Well, yes. But what's that thing called? Where like when you. They call it a phobia. It's not a phobia, but it's like... What are you talking about? When you hear people chewing and you get angry. Like oh, I don't know. It. I don't know what that is. A lot of people in the... Um, a lot of losers in, in, in the comment section and shit have it, though, apparently. I have that really bad. Do you? I cannot stand it. And why would you... Then, then, then if you have that so much, then why would you put fans through it? So, so you, you, you know how it feels. I don't chew into the mic. You edited it in and kept it in in past Super Mega episodes for a joke. Well, that was funny. Pretzelgate was funny. <laughs> you know? I don't care who you are. That's funny. I don't care who you are. Pretzelgate was funny. Also, I couldn't really control Jackson and Harrison from eating those pretzels. Yeah, they, they, had, to, they had to show the masses, you know. They're, they're, they're not Let's Players. They're your average Joes. And when it comes to, when it comes to goofing... They don't care. They don't care. Same with, you know, I think a lot of people on YouTube, I think at the end of the day, just do what they want to do. Well, hopefully. I, I, I cannot stand hearing people chew, especially like in, when like their mouth is closed and I can still hear it. But what's funny is when people in the comments, like if someone eats something in an episode and then they're like, stop eating that. It's like, dude, this was filmed three weeks ago. <laughs> I know. Don't don't scream at me to stop eating if it's already been recorded. Like I have already digested that and shit it out. Why are you eating while you're doing your job? Because, because I'm I can. Hungry. Because YouTube is my job. Do you like my job isn't to to look at like in child's welfare department or anything like that. Like it's not like I'm gonna make any gross mistakes at the cost or expense of human life. Like I run a YouTube channel. Well, I, I might be annoying sometimes. No, Ryan, yes. that's not true. And I might that's... and I might come off as an asshole. Um. Uh. Sometimes, and I I apologize. Uh. To those that that think I'm being an asshole, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like we have important jobs. It uh. It actually is a matter of life and death. Because think about this: What if someone's driving? What if a, a truck driver is, is driving, listening to the podcast or episode? Yeah. And, sure. And and you start chewing. Uh huh. And he gets so enraged, he accidentally flips his truck, and it's a tanker truck, and it explodes, and and it it crushes a, a minivan with a family in it, and then explodes and and you know takes out like six cars with it, and a bus full of children. That's a wonderful hypothetical, but I I feel like I could easily plant in when we scream, which happens a lot more, and say that that would be the cause of more car accidents and fatalities. I wonder if anyone has ever. I think I think I have heard of people. Or like we scream and the mother hears it from like a kid's listening to our podcast on his phone when he should be asleep. He's like, "What are you doing screaming? It wasn't me. It was the YouTube man." No, I know your scream. No, I swear. First, you try to say it's them who texted me. Now you're saying it's them who's screaming. They're not your friends, Randy. Your dad had to move out because he was afraid he was sexually arousing you. <laughs> Yeah, my dad uh, moved out when I was... Uh, when I told him I was gay, because he was scared that, you know, being being gay, I would I would have a, an unstoppable lust for him. Um, but different generations, you know? Yeah, different generations. You know, that's how it is. <laughs> Remember when gay people were slandered uh, all the time for uh, being pedophiles? Yeah, lumped, lumped one in the same, yeah. Yeah. 
I remember watching that. If, old... It's like if you're gay, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna touch my boy. You know, that's that's yeah. It's essentially what it was. And I and there was that old black and white video on YouTube where it's like one may never know when the homosexual is about. <laughs> and basically, the whole it's not about a gay guy. It's about it's it's a PSA about a pedophile. But they don't refer to him as a pedophile. They just refer to him as a homosexual. <laughs> so it's like. There's some, he might look like an ordinary man on the outside, but on the inside, Ralph is sick. I, I love it because like they'll they'll they were attacking the gay population, you know, when they just wanted to live their lives and love who they want to love. While, you know, clergymen, clerics, you know, I don't know, priests, um, even even popes politicians. Were, were politicians. But I'm mainly talking about people that you would deem as morally respectful. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, they're the ones raping kids and being pedophiles but but let, let's focus on the gay people because th they scare us for some reason because you know if i if i look back at, at the past and i and i think about the feelings i had for this guy i met in high school then no that's that's gay i, I can't do that people will make fun of me so i gotta make fun of them before anybody makes fun of me associating with pedophiles so exactly no one really really associates it with me exactly yeah because no that people know i'm not a pedophile no, people, yeah people yeah yeah, yeah. therefore so, i'm not gay exactly one in the same <laughs> oh god i love it just love like it. i mean it goes back even i mean that's done with everything look at what the i mean even recently i mean what the biggest headline or what trump was saying for the longest time and a lot of right-wing people were like what all like we didn't say all Mexicans. It's like, yeah, but the word he's like, Mexicans are what criminals and rapists and gangbangers. Bad hombres. You know? Yeah, and just even bef even before that, you know, black people were you know drug fiends and they were raping white women and all. You know, it's yeah. it's fear mongering and you know whatever whatever disrupts the 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 poor milk white society. It's the uh, us versus them mentality where you have to you have to make people scared of of another group. Because, but what was the point of that fear? Was it just simply because we didn't understand it? Why did we derive so much hate for the for these specific groups of people in the past? Because you have to wonder. Right now, it's 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 a given that everyone's equal to most people. I would say to most people I talk to, to you and me, it's a given, right? That most people should be seen as equal, yeah, unless, yeah. unless you're a Pedophile, pedophile murdering yeah. psychopath hope we don't get canceled in 20 years for that when there's like when pedophile rights is a really big thing <laughs> and it's like dude they look what they said on their podcast about pedophiles but uh oh, i don't I? know there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of reasons uh i mean like i don't know there's definitely a ton to keep of the status quo keep the status quo to keep people in power that are in power the Why? people in power don't want to lose that power even have that power questioned or I yeah. don't know. Uh, I uh I watched Schindler's List and uh I remember you were uh, did you mention that in like a let's play? I mentioned it briefly. Um I still have yet to see it because I haven't been you know I've been watching depressing documentaries. I should give Schindler's List a It's watch. a good movie. You I, should, uh, I like movie being you like. I like being sad. If you like being sad then you'll like Schindler's List. It it really put in perspective because like it, growing up you don't know anything about like the Holocaust other than like textbooks and stuff. So like, you know, Nazi jokes or, you know, like, you know, that's like, that's funny to like middle school boys and stuff. Yeah. When I watched that movie, I was just like, this is the most like horrible thing ever. And I yeah. just like could not fathom like 
just fucking like being back in middle school and making like Nazi jokes, hiding in cupboards, crossing your fingers that it, dude, it's the Gestapo such- wouldn't wouldn't show up and then hoard all of you and your family and maybe even your neighbors uh, onto a train that would that would take you in, into these. Um, I, I don't even want to say poor living conditions because they weren't even not living. Li- they weren't even living conditions. conditions. Um, and uh, you were basically stripped of all of your humanity and 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 the muscle and meat on your bone uh, to whether to where you were a withered skeleton who who couldn't keep straight thoughts because of how hungry you were. It's you so know? yeah. It's 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 a it, it was an awful time. They are uh, the Nazis. Were so fucked up. Still are so fucked up. But the thing is, uh, you know, I just, I was looking at, it's, fun. you know, I was watching this Schindler's List movie. Those Nazi guys were actually What's pretty the bad. Deal with the, I, I, I didn't, didn't know, know they, they were, were that, that bad. bad. <laughs> what the hell? No, but it, it just made me sick uh, because, like, like there's one part where there's like workers in the concentration camp, and like one of the Nazi guys is just up in his like penthouse, just with a rifle, just like shooting them for fun. Yeah, and like. They, how how do you how do you get to that point where well, it's like you just don't care about life and like that's fun? And you could fun. say the same thing about American soldiers shooting uh, from from their helicopters yeah. and rice fields, or in in the Middle East, just killing pretty much any. And I've I've always just had this thought: it's like whenever you whenever you mention the bad of one, you know, someone always wants to mention the bad of the other to like make it equal. But it's like well, it's there's no thing. there's no there's no game here. Everyone's been bad. Every society, every civilization. Has been a piece of shit. Well, Even I, today, there's gov- there are governments in place. I don't think there's one government in place right now that is the like holy sanctum of everything morally sound. You know, maybe Antarctica. M- maybe just being on a cruise ship in the middle of nowhere, uh, <laughs> on a little sailboat. Well, I want to. I just like what makes. Like, does everyone have that in them inherently? Like, that yeah. evil shit? Well, that's the scare. That's the thing that you have to recognize, I feel. That's the thing that's important to or derive. Is different. No, that is not what it is. I think the important lesson to learn from the Holocaust is that the, these Nazis, all these Germans, like German citizens, these people, they were just normal people, but they were able to commit such awful acts. And that's why it's important to remember because this shit isn't just like, oh, Nazis are gone. Oh, bad people are gone. This shit can happen again. And it's important to remember history. So it doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. And it's happening right now in North Korea, too. Yep. And it's well in China. And it's terrifying. Yeah. In China, for sure. And it's terrifying that that could happen again. Like, because everyone thinks like, oh, that would never happen in America. That could never happen in like a first world country. But it happened in Germany. It's happened before. I mean, history repeats itself. I mean, even though there is technology now, you also have to look at empire. Like, think of like the Roman Empire and all, like a Byzantine Empire, for example. Whatever, you're you're thinking of all these empires that were so rich and just just filled with life and lust and gluttony, and they were they were very prosperous. They came crashing down. I mean, who's to say we're not going to come crashing down at some point? I mean, we've seen how fragile we are when it comes to a pandemic hitting. Like a global pandemic comes, like you see how fragile everything is because our economy is tanking. People are losing their jobs. People are having to mass migrate out of uh, um, living areas in which they used to be able to afford but now can't because they don't have their jobs. Like it's 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 very – it's it, things can – I guess my fear is when things can be shifted so quickly and things can be so unstable. Um, when when people are in are fearful, that's when that Nazi shit starts to come out because you're looking for 
a way to fix it. You're looking for the problem. You're looking for a solution, which you is, know? you know, what, you know, Hitler said, like, the Jews are the problem. Yeah. You Jews know? are the problem. Blah, blah, you know, I mean, as, 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 as much as, see, I don't even know, like, it was when we stormed the beaches, like, we, we had to know something was, was going wrong, but I guess we didn't know to the extent. I don't know what it, I don't I really don't I want to know more about that specifically like other countries knowledge of what was going on was it really just like oh we didn't know at all I think we did until we stormed or like what what was it I think we knew but, I, we, I, but we didn't know millions of people were being incinerated I don't know uh, I'm not a I'm not a World War Two uh, gotta start watching more uh, documentaries I, I do I like war documentaries a lot they the is PBS or Nat Geo has like ones where they like restore the film like perfectly, and like well, Peter Jackson did that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. was it called? Fuck. He did a World War Two one, didn't he? It was a World, World War One. Yeah, yeah. And he recolor like yeah. It was called something. Whatever. It's Peter Jackson. You search his name in IMDb, you'll find so it's it. Peter Jackson War. <laughs> yeah, and, and World War One. Peter Jackson King Kong. But yeah, that's that's. I mean, at the end of the day, isn't isn't that what's scary though is like for all of those people it's not like looking back we can easily say that those people were inherently evil but at the end of the day those were normal people who decided to do inherently evil things because they had their own justifications for it and that's how everyone operates everyone I think a lot of people operate in terms of like this is justifiable this is justifiable because of this moral morality that, that, that I have in my head you know what I mean I love that sketch where uh they, they're like Nazis, and he's like, wait a second. Were we the baddies? Are we the, are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I mean. That's they, skulls. They did look, dress like villains. Like, they dressed like the evil people with, like, the skull and crossbones. And they acted and like, like villains. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not to say, like, for example, I know, I know I'm know, i talking about, oh, they were just normal people. I'm not. They're, for, for example, like, there were vicious racists and vicious people who were Nazis. But I think that it's a disservice to history to say that just every Nazi and every German was just evil. I mean, yes, they did evil acts, but I think it's just important to remember that like just normal people can do disgusting things, you know, cause we're not all good or bad. We just have the capability to do good and bad things. I just think it's scary. Cause it's like, when, when will, when when will that shift happen? When, and when, when could, will when, when will could I, that happen? And here? will I be aware of it? Because it, it's it is that thought. And you're like, you know, looking back in history, hindsight twenty twenty and everything, you, you could easily be like, no, I would never let that happen. I would always help. I would never. But when you're in that situation, it's like, would would my how how would I act in that situation if I was a German citizen in that time? How, would would I just have to be like, this is what I have to do to survive? Like, what what would I do? Uh, and, and I, I, I don't it, I don't know. It depends on what the people around you do that you're influenced by too yeah. you know it's like if everyone in like your a part family of the bystander effect yeah if, if all your friends in your family were like Nazis then it probably very easily would be you would be able to be convinced of that because like that's who you look for for uh, validation and you know those your people friends you love yeah so you're like okay I'll do it too and then because the people you love do it it's like oh there's nothing wrong with it Every, it's it, like it's the government everyone's doing it like it's not wrong But but the things that are cool in those times is like the the everyday man who decides to step up and do the be, do the heroic acts the heroic acts in those times put their lives on the line hiding the Jewish families protecting the Jewish families um, 
Oscar Schindler being one of those people, historically. Yeah. Um, I think he's buried on, like, Mount Zion, isn't he? Good. He deserves it. <laughs> he saved a, a lot of people. That's it. Well, you got to see the movie. You'll yeah. see. It. It's good. It's sad, but very sad movie. Well, I think anything Holocaust, like, has there... Actually, I don't the think thing. there's ever been a Holocaust comedy. The, well, you're... There hasn't been a... The, I was about to say... Because Jojo Rabbit isn't a Holocaust comedy. There's no, there's the Holocaust isn't. You, there's no concentration camps in the movie at all. And they might be mentioned, like the whole. It's it's just not in the realm of the visualization of that movie because it's from the point of view of a of a German citizen, like a child being indoctrinated by. You saw the movie, right? No. Oh God, I loved that movie. I, I think I think the reason I I liked it so much was because it was so refreshing to see a movie about that particular time and about, you know, in that time there's a lot of cruelty and it, it was just cool to see a movie that w was more uh, positive in, in, in its ending and in its interpretation of humanity. Cause it's like, it's more about like, we can persevere. We can get through this. We can continue to smile. I don't, I'm not going to give away the themes or anything like that, but I, I feel like, it's it's a movie that will make you sad. It does have its depressing points, but it does have there's there's more rays of sunshine than than shadows of darkness. You know what I'm oh, saying, yeah. brother? Christian was watching it on his flight to L.A. and uh, the plane turned it off uh, in the last five minutes, so he didn't get to finish it. <laughs> That's unfortunate. The last five minutes are are nice. I know he's like because when the plane's landing, they shut off the uh, <laughs> like the watching yeah. feature. I think you should give it a watch. It. I, I really do want to watch it. I have, I have a big movie list right now. I just gotta sit down and do it. I just gotta sit down and fucking just. I've been thinking about like because I have the letterboxed and I know you do too. I've been thinking about like getting rid of all my star ratings and just just logging the movies that I've watched and either liking them or disliking them because sometimes I feel like the rating system gets me a little too like oh if I say this then people are gonna blah 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 I don't know because so, at first I just wanted this. To be a me thing, and I'm like, oh, I'll share it with people. That now that it's become like a social thing, it makes me kind of detract from it a little more. Well, it's hard to also be consistent with ratings because everything's relative. So it's like, uh, like it's like, oh man, I really like the movie Palm Springs. I'll give that five stars. And like, is that equivalent to like the best five star movie I've ever seen? No. Yeah. Uh, so it's like I just kind of rate it on how I feel. I don't really have a strict system for it. And then. Uh, a lot of people comment on it like why did you give this five stars it's like it's my opinion that's why i'm just gonna i think i think honestly i'm just going to go through every single one's gonna take a long time uh i'm just gonna get rid of every single rating but i'm still gonna record thumbs up I or watch. thumbs down yeah just like you know either heart or no heart you should do a i think that's what matters in the end did i like it or not i don't think it matters the in terms of like to what degree i liked or disliked something you know because at the end of the day, whether I liked or disliked it, that's what matters. Am I going to watch it again or am I not? You know? Yeah. I, I need to log a couple movies. I haven't I still I haven't need to log two movies. I, I need to log. There's one movie. I need to log Chicken Run and one other movie, I think. Schindler's List. I got to log that one. One to watch. Ryan McGee. Ooh. Oh, damn. I didn't realize Harrison writes like full reviews. Yeah, he does. I did not realize that. What I'm thinking about deleting my reviews too. Just I don't know. I just kind of, kind of liked it better when this app was for me in a sense. When it was just for me cataloging can you just things. It? I I can, but there's so there are already so many people that follow me. It's not like I'm you know 
when you go private, those people stick around, which I don't oh, mind. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, I don't mind people peering in. Um, but I think it's one of those things where I like I shared it and then, you know, Regret you know how I am it? with social media. Huh? Yeah, you're a social media fiend. <laughs> yeah. Tweeting up storms every day. Well, I'm tweeting more now. I notice. I like it a lot. So it gets me excited. It makes really? Me feel, yeah. I'm like, Ooh. I responded to you too. I know. You every know? time I get on Twitter and I see a tweet from Ryan, I'm like, yes, <laughs> he's yes, doing, he's doing it. And I know that everyone else feels the same way, like Aww. ten times, wow. ten times stronger. Well, uh, it's been a fun episode. One of the one of the ones where we talk about more serious stuff. Uh, but we did, you know, at the beginning. Ryan said there is a surprise, um, and that is true. And Ryan actually. He knows there's a surprise, but he doesn't know the full extent of what it is. Okay. So, I'm going to put this blindfold on you real quick. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Just right around there. I'm going to tie it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. All right. Tilt your head back. Uh-huh. Open your mouth. Mm-hmm. <coughs> what the fuck? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.